This is Jennifer Gonzalez welcoming you to episode 44 of the Cult of Pedagogy podcast. In this episode, we're talking about Listen Current, an online platform that brings world-class podcasts right into your classroom. podcast listener, which I'm guessing you are since you're listening to my voice right now, you clearly know how great audio can be for learning. But have you introduced your students to podcasts? Do you use podcasts as part of your teaching? My guess is that you like the idea of assigning podcasts to your students, but you're just not sure where to find the right ones that line up with your curriculum. Well, now you can. I'm going to tell you all about this fantastic website called Listen Current. Here's what Listen Current does. They curate this big collection of professionally produced podcasts sourced from public radio. So, for example, most of the podcasts come directly from NPR. And as a regular NPR listener, I absolutely love this. But they do a lot more than collect these podcasts. The recordings are organized and tagged into categories. So for example, if I'm a science teacher wanting to teach about ecosystems, I can plug that term into the search bar on Listen Current and I'll get a list of all the podcasts that connect to that idea. Once I have chosen a podcast, I also get two free resources that I can use with my students, a graphic organizer that helps students follow along as they listen, and listening comprehension questions so I can monitor whether students are really paying attention. So far, everything I've described is completely free. But Listen Current also has a premium option that offers so much more support to each podcast, including standards-aligned lesson plans, vocabulary lists, student accounts, and probably the best feature, an interactive transcript that actually follows along with the podcast word for word, which is an incredible support for student literacy, especially for English language learners. That's just a quick recap. In this episode, I interview Listen Current's creator, Monica Brady Myrov, to learn about why she created this fantastic platform. We explore all of Listen Current's features and talk about exactly how teachers can start using it right away to supplement their instruction. This will be especially useful for teachers at the middle, high school, and college level in content areas like history, science, literature, government, and all of the humanities. Also note that this podcast is just one part of a longer review I'm doing of Listen Current. To read the full review, complete with full-color screenshots of the Listen Current platform, go to cultofpedagogy.com pod, click episode 44, and you'll be taken straight over to the post. Before I play the interview, I want to thank those of you who have left a review for this podcast on iTunes. Every review helps to bring more listeners to the show. So by leaving a review, you're supporting the work I do here in a significant way. If you haven't yet left a review, I would love it if you'd take a few minutes to go to iTunes and leave one. Now let's learn more about Listen Current in my interview with its founder and CEO, Monica Brady Myrov. Hi, Monica. Hi, Jennifer. I am really excited to welcome Monica Brady Myrov here. She is the CEO and founder of Listen Current. Can you can you just for listeners who have never seen Listen Current uh, describe the site for us and and explain what it offers for teachers? Yeah, Listen Current curates public radio for the classroom. 
at our at our core that's what we do and we make it available on an online platform surrounded by teaching resources and standards alignment and all the things you would need as a teacher to quickly and easily find the right public radio story for your middle or high school classroom and use it in an online format, which could mean a class with uh, one computer and speakers for the whole classroom to listen to together. It could mean flipped or blended or sending it home for homework. But that's what we do. We are taking that universe of excellent public radio and finding the best stories that most closely align to curriculum in, in science, social studies, and English language arts, and then surrounding it with all the supports that you need as a teacher to quickly use it in your class. So this uh, this allows teachers to obtain audio recordings, and and from the, these are professionally produced audio recordings. These are really really high quality uh, topics from public radio, and so these would be assigned to students to listen to. This is not video. This is pure. That's right. Audio. We are pure audio, okay. and and teachers often have a hard time understanding that, and kids want to see audio and. What I always say is uh, that's not how the real world works when you get into college, when you get your first job. Your boss does not show you a video game about how to do your job. You're, you are 90% of your time is spent listening and absorbing instructions or information. Um, and students need to be taught better critical listening skills. So we're really targeting that, that standard in the Common Core and in many state standards around improving and building critical listening skills. And when you look at public radio, they're already fact-checked, high-quality, compelling stories that are out there. We're pulling from across the system um, to get a nice diversity of stories for our teachers to use. Um, and, and then it just makes that nice marriage between only listening but really good, compelling stories um, taken from a high-quality news resource. You know, and it's funny because that, that listening piece is on, you know, like the Common Core standards, for example. And I'm sure it's on other standards too, but I'm just going to use that one as a basic reference since a lot of us know that now. And I think that that is a piece that a lot of teachers struggle to uh, to meet those standards. It's so almost like an afterthought after they've taken care of the reading and writing types of things. The speaking and listening kind of gets tacked on at the end. So this offers a really, really nice option for meeting those standards very easily. Can you tell me a little bit about your own background and how you came to the point of creating Listen Current? Yeah, I am a public radio reporter by trade. For 25 years, I was writing and producing stories from all over the world. I worked in Kenya. I worked in Brazil. I reported from Washington, D.C. and Congress and the Supreme Court. And then most recently, I was a staff reporter at WBUR in Boston, which is one of the public radio stations here. And I filed frequently for National Public Radio or NPR. So my whole, up until now, my career has been on public radio and how to educate through public radio. But I did see myself as as an educator to adults primarily because mm -hmm. so many times I would go to parties or meet people and they'd say, they'd quote some fact they heard on public radio. And, and feel very excited to share it. And I thought, at the heart of it all, I'm an educator. Mm -hmm. um, but the idea then came to me because I was also doing a lot of education reporting on the Common Core. I saw that this new standard existed. And I thought, oh, good, finally, somebody recognizes mm -hmm. how important listening is and how much you can learn just by listening. And then around the same time, my daughter was in third grade, and she was being asked to bring in current events and share them with her class. And 
I said, and, and she started asking me questions about what she was hearing on public radio every morning we listened to Morning Edition. And she asked me some really good questions. And I thought, oh my gosh, she actually understands this. <laughs> like it really hit me that she understood it in a way I hadn't given her credit for even listening to yeah. it. And then I said, so why don't you take an NPR story in for your current events? And, and she was, she's a rule follower. So she said, my teacher said I have to choose from these sites, this website, this print, print, you know, video mm. print. I said, really? <laughs> I know she likes public radio. Let me go talk to her. <laughs> and that's how it all began. I went into her third grade teacher and said, why aren't you encouraging kids to use public radio? And she said, it's, it's, I love public radio, but it's so hard to find the right stories and then creating the resources around it. How do I know what standard it uses? And I said, what if I do all that for you? Let yeah. me try this. And I just started experimenting. You know, I, my daughter was a little mortified. <laughs> I'd bring in stories to her third grade class and um, tested them out. So it began with third graders. But I worked my way through her school, which is a K-8, mm -hmm. and found a much sweeter spot, a match with the content topics mm -hmm. with middle school and, and high school than with third grade. They, this was a, it's a good school and the third graders got it, but they're not, the topics on public radio didn't perfectly correspond with what they were studying. Yeah. So that's how I sort of moved into the middle school, high school range. Um, but every grade I went to, I saw kids listening so critically, listening so well, and being able to recall details to a story that I couldn't remember, mm -hmm. and drawing inferences from commentaries. And I was so impressed. And and the teachers were too. They thought, wow, I didn't think my students would have the capacity mm. to just sit still and listen. And I, you know, after six months of playing around with it on the side and sort of starting to build a collection of public radio stories, I um, got a, a family investor and said, and quit my job as a reporter and started Listen Current. Wow. And, you know, it's been three years. I have not been on the radio in three years. And I love every day of it. I, I really, I'm so excited about what I'm doing because I feel like it's taking all this amazing content that's already out there. These stories have already aired somewhere in the system and, and repurposing them and making them able to be enjoyed and to be really teaching materials for students it's just really exciting to me i'm loving well you know it. i mean i'm listening to you talk and i'm thinking about the difference between learning about a current event through public radio versus seeing it on regular broadcast news or uh, there's such a difference in terms of the depth so i can see i can see students really understanding an issue because Public radio goes goes deep. You, you take your time. You get personal stories from people. And so it really allows people to connect to those stories. And then from that connection, then you can start tacking on more facts and figures and they have some meaning. And so, and you're right, it's all been there this whole time. So you all, when you're curating this stuff, you, you get new stories, but then are you also digging through archives to find older stuff? Yes, in our lessons collection for... English language arts, social studies, and science. We're digging through older stories, three to five years old. When you're looking for a story on uh, World War One and life in the trenches, for instance, 
that story is not going to change. Um, what what we know about that time is is not going. Our perception won't change much. So that story may be four years old, but it's got a great primary source voice mm-hmm. of a man who served in the trenches and describes it really vividly. So what what those archives do is um, bring the primary source or bring the author to life. You know, Lois Lowry talking about why she wrote The Giver in a really moving, interesting conversation, um, and. It's unlikely those will change. So our lesson collection remains more static and looks more to the archives of public radio. But our current events change every day and are much more tied to what's in the news. What are kids talking Mm. about? Um, What can get them debating? We have Debate Fridays where we add additional resources such as the transcripts and really focus on a story that's going to get kids talking as well as listening. And those we choose with a filter more on um, current interest and also connections to history. So 70 years anniversary of the Nuremberg trials. Or, but then the next week we might have Radovan Karadich was just uh, convicted of war crimes. So that's a great curriculum point connection and it's a news story. Mm-hmm. That story may eventually go into our lesson collection for war crimes. But it's also a current event. So it's a nice mix. And we're always looking for what's interesting. It, can't, it cannot be boring because kids will not listen to boring. Right. And they'll give you one chance. And if the first one they listen to is boring, they may not ever come back. <laughs> that is so true. <laughs> so let's, let's walk the listeners through the experience. If, if I am a, a teacher use, planning a lesson using your platform, and you offer free and premium packages. So we'll start with just the free option. Uh, as a teacher, let's suppose I am a, a middle school social studies teacher, because that definitely seems applicable to a lot of your content. What's the experience when I come to the site? The experience is you can sign up for free. It's a very easy, lightweight registration. Um, and then you immediately have access to all of our curated content. So we're giving away all these curated stories we found on public radio uh, because we want you to use it in your classroom. And you also are going to have listening discussion questions and do now questions. So let's say you're looking for something to do on immigration. And you type in immigration to the search bar. We have a lot of different stories. You choose one called Coming to America. And it's about um, compa- it's current day immigrant stories in upstate New York on a dairy farm. Um, but it, it also has ties, you know, the, the teaching resources part ties to how to uh, connect that to earlier immigration in the century. But as a free user, what you'll get is the story right there, story synopsis. It tells you in about three or four sentences, what's this about? Because we know you're busy. You don't even have time to listen mm-hmm. to the whole story. So you want to just quickly see if that's going to fit in your classroom tomorrow. And then you also get the listening discussion questions. These are all based directly on the story. They um, use Bloom's taxonomy to move through different, um, you know, quality of questions and types of questions. Mm-hmm. And then there's the theme discussion questions. Those are like do now bell ringers. Mm-hmm. You, one could be was would be something like um, how is this how is immigration different now than it was at the first part of the century. So if you're a free user teacher and you you know you're going to start teaching about Ellis Island and early immigration, this would be a cool way to bring in a current day story and say this this immigration story is still going on. Mm-hmm. It's, it's changed a little bit, and we're going to talk about how later in the lesson, but right now I'm going to start this lesson off with this story of dairy farm workers. Then you hear the story. You're immediately transported to a trailer 
um, with a, a family from Guatemala living in it, working these dairy farms, and they're making breakfast at 4 a.m. They're feeling insecure about their position in the community. You hear from the farm worker, owner. Yeah, so you, you, you're really transported there quickly. That is all free. All of that we just love for you to use in your classroom free. Now you would play it over speakers to your class so that you would have to just play it off of your computer. Okay. Now if you are premium, right, now let's take the next step. Okay, you, your school or district has subscribed to the premium platform. Mm -hmm. What would be different is all of your students would have listened to current accounts. Mm -hmm. And you could make up an assignment based on this story that you could push out to them before class or during class. Um, that's why it works well in blended or flipped learning or for homework. Um, in addition, you get a lot more teaching resources, standards alignment, um, instructions on how to connect the story of today to, the, to your lesson on Ellis Island and immigration then and now. So it's a lot more, uh, it is a lesson plan, it is teaching supports, it's this platform, and it's also more uh, uh, the transcript to the audio. And this is something we could talk about more later around helping struggling readers or helping struggling um, English language students. We find the transcript is one of the key things you can't find. Um, you can find some transcripts on public radio, but they're not um, same same language subtitling. I kind of think of it as karaoke in English. Let's go ahead and talk about it because I'm looking at that right now, yeah. and you all have given okay. me access to the premium account so that I can see all of the features, and I was sort of startled. I wasn't even expecting it. When I played the audio, I saw that the transcript underneath it started to highlight the words as they were being spoken. And I thought, oh, that's really neat. That's so <laughs> yeah. great for, for a student who is, I mean, definitely for English language learners, but even for kids who are just struggle a little bit with text to actually be able to see mm -hmm. what's being spoken. And so talk, go ahead and talk about that. So, so there is a transcript. This is part of the premium account. The, a transcript mm -hmm. is built right underneath the audio player. Right. We, we call it the interactive transcript, and it means that you can follow the words as they are highlighted, as they're read, as they're spoken in the story, but you can also click on a word, and it'll be repeated as many times as you click on it. Oh. Or you can click on a word later in the transcript, and the whole audio will jump there. Or you can mm. click on the audio and goes to the transcript. So it's highly interactive in that way. So students can go, gosh, how do you say this word? You know, trailer, trailer. Mm. I didn't know that's how it was spelled. Mm -hmm. I didn't know that's how you said it. Um, and and this, this feature is based on research that shows it supports literacy. So it, in addition to helping language students, which we can talk about too, in India, there was a researcher who found that um, Indians who were barely literate were watching Bollywood movies with the subtitles in English, and it was in English with the English subtitles. And he has conducted many studies since then around same language subtitling, showing that it supports literacy, that being able to read the word as it's spoken in its context helps you become a better mm -hmm. uh, reader. There's also research this is based on with a cognitive scientist who we're working with that shows listening comprehension and reading comprehension are closely tied all the way through the eighth grade and beyond. I mean, if you think about it, how do you learn to read? You listen and you decode text. You can still do that mm -hmm. in eighth mm -hmm. grade, ninth grade, tenth grade. Why not? Why not be able to see the word succinct and hear it spoken in an authentic mm. way and, and see how it's spelled? Um, and there's really, there's no other 
educational tool out there that offers this. And, and in such a, and, and hearing the audio authentically spoken. There are other tools that have computer voices reading audio to you, but it's not authentic right. and it's not this interactive where you can s- click on that word and keep hearing it. Right. And, and the vocabulary that you tend to hear on public radio is often of a higher caliber anyway. So this is slightly more academic sounding language and the kinds of even sentence structure that students should be using in their writing that we want them to use, but they're just not exposed to it in very many places. So the fact that you're beginning with such high quality content, that seems to then impact the quality of all of these other experiences. And and, and I can see it even helping kids who are not, I can see a student who has no difficulty with listening or text, but just seeing those sentences put together, well, it could impact their writing skills also. Yeah, and, and Jennifer, I don't want to scare away teachers who say, oh, my fifth grader, my sixth graders can't understand that high level of language because the other research this is built on shows that kids can understand texts when they're listening to them that are two to three grade levels higher than what they can read. And I don't think most people know that statistic, or that piece of research, and there aren't a lot of places that challenge students to do that, to, to, to give them higher level texts mm-hmm. and, and know that listening, they're going to be able to decode them better than if you handed them this as a transcript and said, read it right. and answer these questions. I'm noticing also on the player that there is a button for original and slower so they can slow the speed down also of the audio player. Yes, this was uh, requested by our teachers who said, especially for English language learners, it's all going by so fast. (laughs) Can you slow it down? So this is uh, slowed by about 20%, and the transcript is still in sync with the audio. So that's the cool part, too. You don't lose that same language subtitling even by slowing it down. So this is our way of leveling the listening. Teachers ask us often, do we level the transcripts? What level transcript Mm, is this mm -hmm. at? How do I know my students will be able to digest it? And, and I say it's not about that kind of reading leveling. This is about basing it on research that shows that students can digest listening at a higher level than they can reading. And if they need additional support, slowing it down does help. Mm. But we're not changing the language. We are we're pushing. We're doing the plus one. Mm-hmm. Like, let's mm-hmm. just, and, and research shows that they can figure it out. If, if I'm a teacher who has younger students then and I'm a little bit unsure, it's probably just a good idea to, to preview this stuff a little bit and see if that particular story is going to be in range at least for them or at least just slightly in that zone of proximal development anyway. Yeah. I mean, I think you'd agree. Most public radio stories, you get the gist of it. You might not understand, you know, the kids might not understand every word, but they're going to get the main point. Yeah. And well, and the thing is, it's very conversational. And a lot of times the, the people who are being interviewed are not necessarily highbrow intellectual. So we're trying to get their stories from them in the interview. So you're not necessarily always dealing with, you know, intense academic language. So if yeah, I'm one of the right. things I noticed when I was I you suggested searching for immigration so I just went to the site while you were talking I typed in immigration and I got a really nice big list of lessons uh and they're all tagged nicely for me to be able to find you know what I need and and so for example when I typed in immigration I saw uh lessons that were for English language arts I saw languages or lessons that were for civics and so having all of these tags attached to them makes it really, really easy to find what's going to be relevant to me as a teacher. Mm. 
Good. And, Good. That's what we have. Yeah. And so and so if I have the premium package, then then my students will have their own accounts and then they will receive assignments from me. I can set up an assignment ahead of time and and I can also um, I can make changes to that assignment. I noticed that you all provide a list of discussion questions, but if I've got this account, I can also add my own. I can get rid of some of the questions that you all are suggesting. Yep, it's designed to be very flexible, and you can edit the questions. You can um, choose only to give them one or not many. You can choose which graphic organizer it comes with, um, and and you can also set your own types of instructions that you how you want the kids to the students to complete the assignment. Okay, and we also have we haven't really talked much about the graphic organizers that that comes with the free package and the premium package. So along with the recordings. You all provide a graphic organizer. Let's talk about those a bit. Yeah, I mean, uh, this is just basic good instruction. You know, the two of the types that we have are, one is a language identification worksheet. So even though in the free package we don't um, provide you access to the transcript, we do have this phrases from the story that students can check off. And you can print this out and hand it out. Keep students focused on the mm -hmm. listening. It helps them with some of the words in the story. They're key phrases that they can follow along with. And then uh, others are things like T-charts or fact question response type, type worksheets. Um, and then if you're in the premium, what, uh, when we add the ELL support. So, you know, we've been talking about this resource as something that's great for readers and just interesting content to get kids interested in a subject matter that you're about to teach. But for English language learners, we've developed a whole other set of supports that includes this, um, we are the transcripts, the slower audio, and tiered vocabulary. So you get two additional tiers of vocabulary with the ELL supports. That includes words from the Coxhead academic word list. You get questions that scaffold understanding better. There's a list of who's speaking in each story. And it creates a whole language objectives section that focuses on student language development, not just content of immigration then and now, but language, reading, writing, listening, speaking. How is that related to this audio story? And then there are aligned these are all aligned to the language practice activities that we build for each story. And those also come with worksheets. So I think it's pretty cool that, for instance, that immigration story we were talking about, about the dairy farm workers, the language objective there is, is matching antecedents to their pronouns. Mm -hmm. And the worksheet, one of the worksheets you can choose is just identifying the pronoun is talking about whom. And teachers say to us all the time, oh my gosh, it's so hard to find grammar lessons in anything that's interesting and authentic. And that's what we do. We bring that ability to mm. focus in on a grammar issue, a language issue, in the context of a story. It looks like you are actually giving... Uh, sort of lesson instructions to the teachers also for some teaching ideas for different ways that they could teach with this recording. Yeah, in the le in in the um you know the way we our page is structured if you scroll down to the bottom you hit the lesson plan mm -hmm. and that's where we give a lot of teaching instructions around small group uh, writing assignments uh, individual assignments writing group analysis as well as all the standards that those those lessons are aligned to so the public radio itself is you know helps you align to the speaking and listening standard of the common core and other states that have speaking and listening mm -hmm. standards um, but the actual lesson really pertains to getting in on hitting a lot more standards around writing, critical analysis, um, 
very, a lot of different standards. Um, so it's meant to be a menu that a teacher can select what they want to do with the story and how they can best fit it into their instruction. Okay. It's uh, this next question that I have for you. It, it, we may have already covered all these, but I want to make sure that we're not missing anything. Um, what features, other features maybe, do you have that helps teachers to differentiate or modify instruction for individual student needs? I know we've covered a lot of the ELL stuff. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, the, I, I think the ELL is the, is the most differentiation feature that allows you to, uh, again, in the premium, be able to access additional um, materials and language practice and close listening guides. And then when you assign it, when you make this, our assignment process is a five-step process. And what allows for true differentiation is that you can make an assignment that goes to one student, mm -hmm. a group of students, a whole class, many classes. And once you complete the assignment, you can then go back and edit that assignment and say, okay, I've made this first assignment for my English language learners, and I've given them the transcript, the slowed audio, the additional mm -hmm. vocabulary. This next group, they just really need to listen. I don't want them to see the transcript. I don't, they don't need the vocabulary, so I'm just going to unclick these boxes. So it's a very mm. simple click the box, unclick the box, make one version, and edit that version. So it's not really takes three minutes to make an assignment. And then you push it out to the students. They get to answer everything online, submit it back to you, and then you can f comment back to them in a feedback box that they see and is registered and kept on your, um, on your dashboard. Got it. And you are also integrated with Socrative, is that correct? Yeah, so Socrative is a company that I met early on. I met the founder of the Socrative before I even left my job. We would have coffee in Cambridge, Massachusetts. <laughs> and he said, why don't you add Socrative? We've got a lot of teachers who use it. And I was like, okay. So uh, we take all the listening discussion questions and preload them into a shared quiz on Socrative. And so any teachers who already have an account there, we've made it really one step easier for you. And that's easier for you to use the free version in a platform. Socrative is also free. Um, that allows you to assess your students' needs. So we're just trying to, you know, make it easy for teachers. We know it's we know it's hard to integrate a new resource and remember to use it and keep track of it all. So any way we can make it easier for you, we we like to do that. Fantastic. Can you tell me a little bit about your what your process is for choosing the content? How are you How are you deciding now a days what to pick? We have a long list of curriculum content areas that mm -hmm. we still need more on. Mm -hmm. I mean, the, you know, the list is endless. It's basically <laughs> everything in the world. All of the so things. We, yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> we love prioritizing according to what teachers tell us they want and need. So we listen to our customers. We listen to our free users. And especially if they've heard a story that they liked and they think, oh, this really relates to teaching, mm -hmm. you know, health and calorie counting or something. Um, we're going to listen to that. So that's part of it. And then the other is um, paying attention to the time of year and what are teachers, there are certain months that teachers teach particular subjects in and um, how, to, how to align with those and give them something that's timely that they can use. But then we're also using the filter of a really high quality story because even at the end of the day, they, as we said before, students will not listen to something that's boring. So it has to meet a lot of different levels of filters um, to make it on the website. And, and it takes, it takes you know, the current events are very current. We're not, you know, I don't know what's on our current events next week. Mm. It is not decided until about Thursday. 
And and that's because I want to be really current. I know in the past, publishers who've done, um, you know, current events and news are slated a month in advance mm, mm-hmm. <laughs> and are very old by the time you get to it. But the digital digital educational resources are changing all that. You know, we need to be on top of it. We need right. to really try to be as, as – um, newsy as we can. So we balance that out as well. <laughs> That's fantastic. So, And I, I noticed that too when I went on the site. There were, there were some things there that were very fresh and very new. And, and that's, that's exciting because that means that as a teacher, if I'm regularly using it, I can keep going back for more things. I'm not just looking at this same static library of content. Right. We are always adding to the library of content. And um, that's where we have those long lists of, oh, we need something on the, you know, on the on more on colonialization in Latin America, let's say, you know, but trying to prioritize those, but as well as well as feeding the daily, you know, current events to, as you say, keep teachers interested in coming back. Right. So, are you hearing from teachers? Are you getting any testimonials from from teachers who are seeing really good results? Yes, we are. Um, we are hearing a lot of teachers say, "Wow, I didn't know my students could be such good <laughs> listeners." <laughs> Um, and they're, they also um, are sort of marvel at how it can actually make a very a class settle down, focus, and be very quiet while they're listening. Mm. Um, we've also heard that, um, like I said, in the ELL features, the contextual grammar lessons, one woman, one teacher was just going on and on about how fantastic they are because it just provides that real real life case scenario. The other thing we hear from teachers is that, Reading isn't enough. T- mm. Children need to hear things mm-hmm. and that this is going to teach them to be better listeners. And they, they can see that. Formatively, they've told us how they've seen their students become better listeners. I even had one teacher have all of her students write me notes about how they thought their listening improved using Listen Current. Now, our <laughs> next step as a company is to try to quantify that into data and to really help teachers get at mm. this improved critical listening. So we are going to be piloting in the fall um, a listening assessment quiz. And it Hmm. will allow um, teachers to administer a multiple choice quiz after listening that will really focus on the key features of good listening, um, which include detail recall, inferencing, vocabulary, story structure. Mm -hmm. They're similar to reading. What is a good, you know, Mm. have you fully understood this. The elements are similar. But nobody's done an online listening quiz. Mm-hmm. And we are working with the cognitive scientist to create it and a listening expert. And um, it's been a really, really fun project and hard to do something entirely new um, and, and then create what's the data that the teachers need to see out of that. And then how do they teach their students to be better mm. inferencing, do better inferencing from their listening? That's, there's the ticket, yeah. can identify that as a problem, yeah, like we better tell them how to fix it. <laughs> so that's all coming, and we're very excited about Oh, that's about great. It. That's, it's, I'm, I'm really impressed by how thoroughly you are and carefully you're sort of taking, you know, your next steps. I think it, it just sounds like a very, very quality, um, group of people behind the scenes that are just really thinking things through and and um what else would you like listeners to know about listen current anything else Uh, we kind of skipped over or no i think we covered everything i think um you know we'd love we love our free users and we tried to provide a lot of value in that but we're also 
really, you know, always looking for schools and districts who want to get to the next level mm-hmm. with premium. And, and you know, that we often, we don't have a teacher subscription price. So often teachers will contact us and say, well, how much is it for my classroom? I don't want teachers to have to pay for this. <laughs> I mean, they, teachers are so strapped cash-wise and schools are strapped. And, and, you know, they're shelling out a lot of money out of pocket for so many other things in their classroom. I really believe that I want to give them as much as we possibly can for free. And then what we provide on the premium level is something that schools and districts value mm. and, 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 and have the money to pay for. So it's the, the platform that allows for data and differentiation and right. additional standards. It's all these things that are important to teachers, but also administrators and districts. And then we also provide a very flexible um, fee schedule, you know, a subscription for that. So that you can, it's based on the size of your school enrollment and what subjects you want access to. Okay. So you would always have access to all the stories on Listen Current if you're a premium subscriber. But if you say, I just want my social studies team, we're a small school, um, you know, we're under 300 students or under, you know, 400 okay. students, it's going to be $750 for the whole social studies team to have premium access to the content. And that's, now, is that per still, year? That's per okay. year. It's in, you know, we don't count users. It's not per head in the school, but we just say your social studies department can use, okay. can use it. They can see these, the other stories. It's the assignment platform that comes only with social studies. Okay. And then if you scale up and you say you're a district and you're, you know, you're speaking and listening is being tested on the park, for instance, in California, we have a lot of California customers mm. and they need to practice listening. So as a district uh, imperative <laughs> or district mm. interest, we have larger district subscriptions that can focus, uh, can bring in all the subject matter for their students and really focus in on that listening skill. Okay. So we try to be flexible with our pricing. So in order for somebody, and I noticed this on the site, in order for someone to get a premium subscription, they do need to contact you. And there, there are places all over the site where they can do that. It's not hard to, yeah. to get that. Yeah. They but do. it's not a click and go situation for the premium. Right. Okay. Right. It's not a click and go and it's not an individual teacher. We want teachers to help us get their school and districts to pay okay. for it. And I know many teachers say, I, they, we don't have any money and they never do. Mm-hmm. But I found over time that, you know, with if you're using it as a teacher and you love it and you find a lot of value mm-hmm. in it, your administrators will listen to that. And this is standards-based, standards-aligned, research-based, quality tools. That's the key. I think administrators are willing to spend money if they can count on something being high quality and and you offer enough free content that people can really get a good sense for the for the quality of it. Right, that's absolutely right. So uh, I want listeners to also know that this podcast is actually just part of, of a one way that you can learn more about Listen Current. There's going to be a full blog post also that I'm going to do where I will share screenshots of how the site works and you know talk about the features in detail. So I will provide a link to that also at the end of this episode so that you know where to go to actually see it in action and get a link to the site. It, the URL is just listencurrent.com. There's no hyphens or anything. So if people wanted to that's get right. there, that's how they would get there. That's right, Jennifer. Well, I hope this brings a lot of schools to this because, I, man, I just think it's a fantastic new new idea. I know you've been around for three years, but I'm sure it's going to be new <laughs> new to some it people. It still feels new to me. And I, <laughs> so I really thank think you. I public you radio people, too, are going to be thrilled that you're bringing all this wonderful content out into the schools. So um, thank you so much for sharing all these details with us. 
You're very welcome. Thank you for asking great questions, and I hope everybody checks us out. <laughs> I'm really excited about the possibilities Listen Current offers for bringing rich, authentic, up-to-date content into the classroom. To get links to all the resources mentioned in this episode, including a full transcript and links to Listen Current, go to cultofpedagogy.com pod and click on episode 44. Thanks for listening and have a great day. This podcast is a proud member of the Education Podcast Network. Podcasts for educators, podcasts by educators. To learn more, visit edupodcastnetwork.com.